0: everybody. Welcome to Save Your Sorry.
1: The podcast where we tell you about the rise and fall of a celebrity. And do some trash
0: talking along the way.
1: You're not being shadow banned. You're just not that interesting. Jose.
0: And we are the youth of a nation. This is Katrina Rochelle.
1: Well, we are in October now. It's fall. We're almost out of mercury being in retrograde. The leaves are dying. And do you know what else is dying, Katrina? What? Love. Love is dying. I love it. (laughs) Which is apparent with some of the topics we'll be discussing today. Ooh. You know.
0: Assorted topics?
1: Assorted topics. Every now and then, I think you might like to hear something from us nice and easy. (laughs) But there's just one thing, you see. Uh huh. We never, ever do anything nice and easy.
0: Not nice and easy.
1: We always do it nice and (laughs) rough. So we're gonna take the <laughs> so we're gonna take the beginning of this episode and do it easy. Oh, okay. But then we're gonna do the finish rough. That's the way we do. Save your sorry.
0: You may stay. I have family listening to this.
1: <laughs> so the first scandal we'll be talking about is Adam Levine cheating on his wife, Victoria's Secret model, and mother of his children, Bahati Prince Lou.
0: Oh my gosh! Somebody was wondering if we were going to co- cover this, and I was not sure. I was not sure either.
1: For those of you asking Adam Levine who? Adam (laughs) Levine from The Voice. Adam Levine from Maroon 5, you dumb bitch.
0: This love.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Their first album with Maroon 5 came out in 2002. It's called Songs About Jane. Iconique. Yes. Jane being Adam Levine's former girlfriend that he saw at a gas station and they dated for years. Adam claims Jane was his muse for years and having wrote or co-wrote eight of the album songs, he says there's little about Jane in each song.
0: Hmm.
1: He fucked her over too. And these songs are kind of iconic slash can't escape them.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Especially when they first came out, songs like Sunday Morning, This Love, She Will Be Loved, Harder to Breathe. Secret. And pretty much songs about love. This continued on all their albums, singing about not going home without you, calling Mm. his lover on a payphone. Yes.
0: I don't even like that song. Fuck that. I'll take my (laughs) amen back on that one. That's not my song.
1: In some way, shape, or form, he's singing about a girl he loves, a girl he's breaking up with, or something along those lines. In 2014, Adam marries Bahati and had two daughters. On September 15, 2022, Bahati confirmed she is pregnant with her third child. Mm Mm-hmm. She also appeared in five music videos of Maroon 5's through 2014 to 2021. Animals, Cold, Girl Like You, Wait, and Lost. Okay, okay. September 15th, Bahati announces her pregnancy and that just four days later, the cat dragged in Sumner's throw. <laughs> Sumner went on TikTok with two videos saying she had an affair with a man married to a Victoria's Secret model. She claims she was young and naive, and she, Subner, feels exploited because she wasn't in the scene, and she was very easily manipulated. (laughs) She then reveals it to be Adam Levine and claims that they were seeing each other for about a year. Sharing a screenshot from Adam that said, quote, It is truly unreal how fucking hot you are. Like, it blows my mind. She responds, I mean, I think the same. Seeing you in person, I was like, I'm fucked. He responds, you are 50 times hotter in person, and so am I. Ha ha ha. In the second video, Sumner claims she only made the first video because a friend of hers went to a tabloid and she wanted to get the story out before the tabloid released it. Ha ha ha. (laughs) She claims when when the tabloid came to ask her for a comment, she knew she had to release the video first. After a year of dating, Sumner claimed she realized Adam wasn't going to end things with his wife.
0: Damn. She thought
1: at first Adam was just keeping the split quiet from the press. But it took this dumb bitch a year to realize that was not the case. (laughs) And I don't like the homewrecker narrative. But using words like exploited and manipulated when you're an adult in a consensual relationship with a man... And you're telling me it took a whole year to realize he wasn't leaving his wife? Does not add up to me. So, either you are stupid or you're a liar.
0: Are you a stupid liar.
1: And again, I'm not trying to excuse Adam at all, but the victim route is a slap in the face to actual victims.
0: Yeah. I thought it was just, um, yeah, basically what you said. I I thought it was so... I don't know why she she should have just been open and just said what it was because it was crazy her using that language like she was like abused or misled when she was nothing of the sort. No, I don't think so. Even if this man said that him and his girl was were getting a divorce, you saw no proof of that through your interactions or in the media. And then you say, <clears throat> after a year is when you're like, okay, I finally have to end this, and you're very upset, and you your morals were unknowingly compromised. Not really. You went in there knowing that he was still a married man. So if you had morals against that, you compromised your own morals. And then to uh, basically the way you put it as this being like a traumatizing experience for you and you being like not wanting to be like connected to it, but you were showing your friends the screenshots and the proof and letting them in on this relationship i mean that sounds like you pretty much were kind of like i don't want to say showing it off but at that point you wanted to be involved i mean if this is something that you want to keep quiet something that people you don't want people to know about you or whatever why would you show it to people and then be surprised when people are going to screw you over for monetary gain? I mean, you screwed over old girl to screw her baby daddy.
1: Uh huh. She was definitely showing it off like a fake Birkin bad that she did not think people would notice,
0: and they did. Yeah, you thought the buck stopped with with her? No, people are just going to keep screwing people over as live long day, basically. <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> Back to the source story. Sumner alleges and has screenshots showing that Adam asked on June 1st, 2022, months after not communicating, that Adam texted, Okay, serious question. I'm having another baby, and if it's a boy, I really want to name it Sumner. You okay with that? Dead serious. This is what has people talking. It's bad enough you have cringy messages. Adam is texting like a 15-year-old corny boy. Ha (laughs) ha! But to name your child after the mistress? What kind of low-down slimeball shit is that? And I keep seeing people say he did it to get back with Sumner, like pull her back in. But I don't think that's what it was for. I genuinely believe Sumner was a blip in his life, a season that came and went, someone (laughs) to be holed up in a motel room and Instagram messages, a pathetic girl who failed for a married man, The side chick doesn't get the red carpet treatment. He would probably be ashamed to have her on his arm. And he just liked her name. I don't think it had to do with a connection to Sumner. He just liked her name. He was asking if if it would be weird to use it. And his actions already show he doesn't take consideration of others by cheating on his wife. Taking Sumner's name was just something he wanted, and he was just going to take it.
0: I'm so sorry. I'm speechless from you ripping that girl to shreds. <laughs> ripping that I, bitch to shreds.
1: That is, I just hate the whole victim route with cheating. Like,
0: like you scratched Adam, but you ripping this bitch to shreds.
1: Because <laughs> Adam's disgusting as her, well, and I feel like that goes without saying.
0: Uh <laughs> but no, yeah, Adam was trash. When I when you when you see that message, the first thing you see, you say to yourself is. Is this motherfucking serious? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think you, you exactly called it. This man don't care about this throwaway woman that much that he is like, well, I don't want to outright take it. I want to at least say that I did ask permission. Yeah, I feel
1: like that's what it was. Like, oh, I really like the name. Can I use it? It won't be weird. And she's just supposed to say yes.
0: But I also. Okay. And stay with me here. I feel like maybe she has felt um maybe she got upset at Adam in the meantime of them not commu- like okay I feel like maybe they ad- they ended amicably right uh-huh unless Adam is so far in the stars of not even being self-aware that he ended this 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 uh, affair side piece relationship Poorly and then said You know what I know that relationship ended Poorly let me go back and ask that girl For her name I feel like Maybe they ended okay they were cordial And then she Got pissed off at his behavior Or maybe she thought he was going to Hit her back and he never did or something And then when he sent that message That was the final straw Because no offense No tabloid has came out saying that They were the ones who scooped the story and that's what tabloids do. They come out and say, "Hey, well, we heard we were the first source on this because blah blah blah's friend. I ain't heard nobody claim to this." So I feel like the whole TikTok originated as soon as she got that message from Adam asking about her name. It pissed her off and she was mad and she she um she exposed them cuz this is 4 days after, oh girl, cuz I I didn't know the exact time until you just said it, but I knew it was only A handful of days after she just announced that she was pregnant with the third child. Well, okay, so the timeline
1: is June 1st, she gets this message asking about the child. Mm -hmm. Then in September, the hottie announces the pregnancy. And four days after that... She she... exposes him. Like, yeah, why? Why? She wanted to
0: shit on that baby parade.
1: I feel like maybe, yeah, she was mad that she did not get him.
0: And all she gets is... um. Yeah, a bunch of hate or whatever, but she also gets a whole bunch of notoriety, engagement, you know, everybody flocking to her page, knowing who she is, whatever, and some people don't mind taking the good and the bad with fame like that, and so I don't, under. I mean, Adam is um,
1: a douche, I just feel like he's yeah. a huge douche that would be like, cool if I use your name, like, yeah, he would not see like the the layers of fucked upness it is.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe it's a little bit of both. You know, yeah. just like his
1: tattoos, they're very basic. Just like him, a person that has those kind of basic tattoos, I feel like has a basic understanding in life.
0: Yes, oh, that is one thing I didn't know. Okay, I on all these articles, they got a picture of this man shirtless, and I was looking at his chest, like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Like <laughs> He got all these hand movements and weird shit on the I don't even know, but hey, I mean, tattoos are for yourself. So. Yeah,
1: I've never really got shit on someone's tattoos, but he really looks like the little board when you go into a tattoo shop and it's like, what do you want? Like, you know, the designs they already have planned out, the $13 mm-hmm. ones you can get on Friday the 13th.
0: Damn, you cold, bro.
1: Yeah, it, it just... No money can buy class, I guess.
0: I feel like he got the majority of them all at once too. Like, he was pale and like blank, and then all you blinked, and then he was just covered.
1: Yeah, I I do definitely feel like there was a time. There's a definitely a change in Maroon Five. I used to be a huge Maroon Five fan. I feel like you
0: did. Jose used to love Maroon Five,
1: and I do think there was a change from when he got on the voice. His popularity kind of soared even more. It was kind of waiting before that. You know his first album was good. The songs about Jane. Mm-hmm. Then when they got to Hands All Over, it started falling down, and then he yeah. got a voice and overexposed. They kind of changed her sound a little bit.
0: I mean, had yeah. fucking moves like Jagger. Yeah, and moves like Jagger every fucking where, whether you yeah. liked it or not. Yeah, wanna know? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay, sorry. Back to the story part, do.
1: Two more women came forward with Adam sliding in their Instagram messages claiming the same thing but they either said he was married or he said, you know I shouldn't be talking to you, right? And they say while the messages were inappropriate, since he was married, it did not turn into an affair.
0: They were just sexting. And-
1: yeah. Adam releases a statement. A lot is being said about me right now and I want to clear the air. I used poor judgment in speaking with anyone other than my wife in any kind of flirtatious flirtatious manner. I did not have an affair. Nevertheless, I crossed the line during a regrettable period of my life. In certain instances, it became inappropriate. I have addressed that and taken proactive steps to remedy, remedy, remedy this with my family. My wife and my family is all I care about in the world. To be this naive and stupid enough to risk the only thing that truly matters to me was the greatest mistake I could ever make. I will never make it again. I take full responsibility. We would get through it, and we would get through it together.
0: Together.
1: So so some things about this apology or statement, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. I do want to point out. Okay. So he claims he does not have an affair, but he was just flirtatious. Mm Mm-hmm. That kind of doesn't add up, at least with the one screenshot Sumner showed, that him saying, you look hotter in person, and so am I, haha. To me, that means they met up. They saw each other in person. Yeah. And then he says... And
0: what do two hot people do? (laughs) Fuck.
1: Like animals. (laughs) And then he says, to be this naive. So he's naive, Sumner's naive, okay.
0: Yeah.
1: I will never make it again. I take full responsibility. Not really if you're not talking to an affair.
0: Yeah.
1: And I mean, that is a huge difference from online messages, and she's claiming it was a year long affair. Was it a year long text exchange? Like, it, it doesn't make sense.
0: I think he's not, um, he's just trying to discredit her and just say that it was purely, because they, in, in any of the messages, they don't explicitly, explicitly talk about having sex or having had sex or anything, they just talk uh-huh. about how they looked and how he thought she was hot and he thought she was hot and whatever, so if there's no evidence that of that, why would you cop to it? Also, people were saying that maybe he was being vague because possibly they have an open marriage that's true um and i I started to believe that for a second i still kind of believe it but also it's just i think he just didn't want to cop to being out in the streets in his statement as well because it just doesn't look right
1: yeah the next day adam and his wife were seen out and about smiling leading people to say maybe they worked it out previously maybe she knew Maybe they have an arrangement. Yeah. Maybe she believes him that it was just text messages. I don't think we're going to get an answer. It's a private matter.
0: The real question is, Adam, is that third baby yours?
1: (gasps) (laughs) Would that be something?
0: That would be hilarious. Not hilarious, but yeah, hilarious in a sick way.
1: (laughs) So next up, unless you have something else to add about Adam and... But
0: No, no, not at all.
1: Next up, proving that love hurts and is dying, is Ned Fulmer's affair.
0: Oh, I was hoping we was talking about <laughs> this one. <laughs>
1: Ned Fulmer is from the YouTube group The Try Guys.
0: <sighs>
1: the Try Guys was made up of four members, Eugene Lee Yang, Zach Cornfield, Keith Habersberger, and Ned Fulmer. And the Try Dice came out of uh, BuzzFeed in 2014. And as their name would suggest, they try things. Try menu mm-hmm. items, try to make something, try wearing women's Underwear. If it's mm-hmm. something for them to try, they try it. Yeah. Were you ever a Try Dice fan? Are you a Try Dice fan? My. How? A Try Hard? Oh a Try. A a a tri- I don't know what their fan group is.
0: Not, not, a Try Slot. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and try slot. What the fuck is that? I, I don't know. Should I think it's um, a fan name? Yes. It, ironically enough,
1: you were a try slot. Um,
0: shut up, bro. <laughs> you said that. Yes. Ironically, I, enough, no, I was I'm, a try slot, that's not even what I was gonna say. Sure, I've watched them.
1: <laughs> Do you care to explain further?
0: No, I'm familiar with the try guys.
1: Do you still watch them?
0: Mm, Maybe.
1: You get shut down in a podcast. I shut down
0: when I want to. Okay, perfect. 2018,
1: they leave BuzzFeed, go independent, and post their videos on YouTube.
0: And that's when I really became a fan of the Try Guys. I was familiar with them in their BuzzFeed days, but when they got their own YouTube channel, since I was mainly a YouTuber person, uh, that is when I really started to tune into them and in their content. Uh, always Eugene was the fave, followed by Keith and the rest. But uh, yeah, they were quite entertaining and funny when they wanted to be.
1: I think I saw them on BuzzFeed and they were okay. They're, they're just a little corny for me.
0: Yeah, occasionally it can run into that.
1: Yeah, that's just that's just how I've always seen them. A little corny. I I honestly didn't even remember them until the scandal broke. Mm. Looking at their views and subscriptions on YouTube, they are a lot more popular than I knew.
0: Yeah, they work that fan base.
1: They do. Do you know what the fan base is called?
0: No, I don't know about the tri horse,
1: <laughs> the tri <tri-possal>
0: poops. <laughs> The tri The tri
1: I don't know why they all have to be so
0: <laughs> sexual. That is what you call them. <laughs> the tri-hoes. Welcome, welcome to the stage, the fans, the tri-guys, the tri-hoes.
1: Ned was what people call a wife guy. Mm-hmm. He was always talking about his wife, and that sort of became his brand. The channel even made a funny compilation of Ned saying my wife so many times. And he has incorporated his wife into his business, even coming out with a cookbook called Date Night Cookbook with her. (sighs) And Ned has held seminars with his wife called The Ethics of a Good Relationship. (sighs) And we saw Rachel Hollis. If your brand is part of your marriage and putting that happy image out there, there's usually more there.
0: Better make sure your house is in order if that's what the fuck you're gonna do. (sighs)
1: I get people go to marriage seminars. Maybe they should go to marriage counseling instead. I yeah, because
0: those people are getting paid to say those lies. <laughs> I think it runs into a
1: problem when they go to a couple. That's what always drives me the wrong way.
0: What do you mean? When
1: it's a couple trying to give marriage advice, I feel like there's too much on the line for them to be honest.
0: Okay, fair point because mm-hmm.
1: so, mm-hmm. that's how they built their brand
0: i get it <clears throat> on, on the one hand y- you want them to be honest because you that, that's what you think because oh they have a strong relationship so they're going to uh-huh. really give us some tools but on the other hand it's like well we're not going to sit here and tell them about our actual breakdowns of communications and the actual fights that we have because we have to put on a semi-happy front so they know to keep uh believing into our bullshit and our brand so you can't I feel like completely tear everything down and show them the the open wound of marriage.
1: Exactly. And I feel like when you're both trying to be the knowledgeable one on the stage,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you guys are both setting yourself up to be kind of, like, perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just it always runs me the wrong way. I'm more happy with, you know, the spouse going up there at the end and, like, waving. So speculation, something was off with the group, was... In the last three videos of the Try Guys and intros, Ned was not in them. He was also not in their podcast. Not only is Ned not into videos, but some fans believe him to be edited out. Yeah. He was in the promotional photos, but not the actual videos. The Try Guys on September 20th, 2022 posted that they would be going down to one video a week instead of the four they normally do. That was September 20th. But since September 2nd, there had been whispers in the fandom. Someone posted in the subreddit that their significant other hated Ned and wanted help convincing Ned is a great guy. Just a fun little post and (laughs) these types of fandoms. And a person commented, Maybe it's the fact that Ned openly cheats on his wife and has no remorse, but still plays the family man persona Uh, on the channel. Kind of wild. Kind of. (laughs) That's what they said. (laughs) This person went on to delete their account. Then another post was made on Reddit where it says Ned had been caught cheating. I'm not sure how, maybe their post history or their name or something, but people speculate that was Alex Herring's fiance, Will. Mm-hmm. Alex being the woman Ned had an affair with. Yikes. And Alex is also a producer on the Try Guys videos videos and, and has appeared in some.
0: As a food baby. Yeah, She's food, a food baby cheating with the husband slash daddy,
1: and she has been with where she was with her fiance for ten years.
0: Both of these people were in long term relationships, just fucking it up.
1: <laughs> so this is already happening behind the scenes, and if you really aren't plugged into the fandom, you would have no clue if you're a casual viewer so now we're back again around september 20th a post comes out with messages between a fan and what is presumed to be alex's fiance will the person messages hi i was wondering if and they crossed out a name was in new york city because if so i think there's something you should know unfortunately the fiance will responds, yeah she was why the other person follows up with so basically, I went out to Niagara, the club last night, and saw her making out with Ned from the Try Guys. I have videos if needed. She was wearing the red dress. I don't know if that helps. Mm. The videos are very drainy, but I feel like if you are the fiance or wife, you could tell. You know. You know. Why is your penis on a dead <laughs> girl's phone? <laughs> That did happen to this
0: one. No, thank God nobody <laughs> died.
1: There is now more clear ones out there, clear videos, clear pictures. But at the time, there was just these grainy ones. We all ask questions like, What time were they there? Were they alone? And the person tells them they were alone, but were making out and touching each other the whole time, not mm. even trying to be private.
0: Kiss me, me.
1: The messages end with the fiance saying just spoke to Ariel, who's Ned's wife, for an hour. So he told Ned's wife. Uh, People then notice that Will has removed all photos of Alex from his Instagram and no longer follows her. That's when
0: you know a relationship has broken down. You don't call me on Instagram.
1: (laughs) So people are going with this. As true. It's no longer rumors in people's mind. It is true. Even though it's not confirmed. They are believing that Ned cheated on his wife with Alex. And more videos and photos surface. They are looking at the grainy photos and being detectives. Like, Alex was seen with this purse on this day. And you can see this purse right here in this pixel. And Ned has this shirt on and he wore this shirt before. hmm so, September 27, 2022, the Try Guys release a statement saying, Ned Fulmer is no longer working with the Try Guys. As a result of a thorough internal review, we do not see a path forward together. We thank you for your support as we navigate this change. Which, it's, I mean, that statement is just straight to the point. Just, he's gone.
0: Yeah, it was blown up on social media to uh, a fever pitch to the point where they were like, yeah, we got to release a statement now. They, I feel like they the decision had probably already been made for the last maybe few days, but they were holding off on when to announce it. But when it blew up on Twitter, they had to release that shit because it was blowing up on Twitter for a few hours because I was literally um, about to take my break at work. And uh, I saw Try Guys and shit like... Um, uh, trending and stuff like that and I saw people's tweets that didn't make sense so I was like what the fuck is this and then right after that a whole hour and a half later uh, Try Guys releases that statement I was like yeah it, it was bad it was bad yeah. and I think it's so funny they said after an eternal review and I just picture them sitting Alexandria down in a, in a black room with a light on her saying you fucking it <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's the review room? Exactly. They just
1: bad cop, bad cop.
0: You're a food, baby. You've been with the company for so long. We really appreciate you, "You fucking Ned.
1: As much as I love that, it's not the case because they are a bit like company now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I do wonder. Like, first of all, I think she's fired too. Is, Is she? She's. I think she will be fired.
1: We'll get to that.
0: I wouldn't be working in there. That's crazy awkward. But I also wonder how are they like, because I was talking to my sister who also watches the Try Guys. Like, what are they going to do about Ned? Because the whole point of them leaving BuzzFeed was for them to own their own company. So it's like, are they going to buy Ned out? Are they going to let Ned be like a silent partner? He just can't be in the videos and shit no more, but he still like gets his cut. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do.
1: So Ned released a statement saying, family should have always been my priority, but I lost focus and have and had a consensual workplace relationship. I'm sorry for any pain that my actions may have caused to the guys and the fans, but most of all to Ariel. The only thing that matters right now is my marriage and my children. And that's where I'm going to focus my attention.
0: Yeah, but your attention was focused on a younger ass.
1: <laughs> and I love how he put a consensual workplace relationship. Just letting us know it. I just, I, I just love these statements.
0: Yeah, I wasn't praying on that bitch. She wanted it too.
1: Because I like, they have to have like a team, like make sure put consensual, consensual in there, cheating. and don't forget to mention your children as well as your wife.
0: Yo, two little boys that she pushed out her birth canal for your big ass. Yeah, I thought. I mean, his statement was, you know what? I think when it comes down to statements, Ned's is way worse than Adam's. Because at least Adam didn't brand himself as a my wife bitch type motherfucker. And just constantly hammered the world down with the inside joke of loving your wife so much, creating a brand with your wife, and then cheating for a few months or a month or however long he was widow girl. Um, And then saying, now my focus is back on my family. (laughs) (laughs) I was distracted by that young ass in my face, but now I am back to you, Ariel, and them kids.
1: Where my photo should have been the whole time.
0: The whole time. Y'all was making jokes on about your wife on set, and then you was fucking somebody who's not your wife. That's crazy to me.
1: What's even more crazy is she was probably there on set, too.
0: On set, too. Y'all sitting here behind Grimy the scenes, shit. watching dailies with the secret handhold. Y'all was probably playing footsie under the table at the production meetings. Hey,
1: <gasps> Every time he said my wife, I bet they, like, Looked at each other and smiled at each other. You won't be fucking your wife later. Oh You'll be fucking
0: me. <laughs> I'm gonna just stay, make me out there. We're just gonna, we're just gonna knock this out. We're just gonna like clean this all up. It's okay, guys. You guys go home. It's okay. We'll lock <laughs> up.
1: <sighs> fucking bastards, both of them. Woo. That's why they should be publicly shamed. Like, I seriously think they should be publicly shamed.
0: Woo.
1: Scarlet Letter. <laughs> yeah, it
0: <that> just sucks. <laughs> It sucks for old dude who's, like, not even famous. But now everybody knows his name and picture with his cheating fiance. Like, I know. That's you why gotta I put leave his last the name internet. in here. Oh, you said you took off his last name?
1: Yeah, I just put his first name in here because it's out there, his full name. And you can see, like, his posts. Where his, his Instagram is private now. But I don't know. He's not a famous guy. He didn't really sign up for this.
0: And I lost it when Seth Rogen did say, "What is a try guy?" I died laughing. I felt bad. <laughs> he said, It's getting everywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Ariel, the wife, followed with a statement saying, "Nothing is more important. Nothing is more important to me and uh, than our family. And we request right now is that you respect our privacy for the sake of our kids."
0: A.K.A. Me and my family don't believe in divorce. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And honestly, it's not even that interesting of a scandal to me. I guess people jumped on it because the brand he built for himself and how openly public this affair was.
0: Mm -hmm. Like, why was y'all making out at a a club?
1: Yeah, like, he's a public figure. People know who he is. He has millions of followers on YouTube. Mm, Someone's going to know him.
0: Yeah, they was really on they they didn't give a fuck shit. Because that was crazy. Y'all got caught because y'all really were like sloppy. Sloppy. Like y'all really, I mean, this sounds crazy, but you really could have cheated in peace. You could have. Yeah, they were both discussing cheaters
1: and should be publicly shamed. Like how can these dumb fucks have an affair so open to rub it in their significant other's faces? Like not enough to humiliate them in private, but have to do it in public as well. Yeah. Plus, the added cherry on top. Ned is technically Alex's boss. Yeah. put the Tri Guys as a company in jeopardy. Like, this is what people are saying. They can't really outright fire Alex because all Alex has to really say is that she felt pressured to go on that first date with Ned.
0: I mean, I know, but I feel like that's not exactly what's going to happen. But I get, like, they have to protect themselves. I still feel like in the end it'll still end up with them parting ways, whether they come up with a severance package or a remote job for her for a while, and then she leaves. But I do not see her working with the Try Guys for long. Honestly, yeah,
1: I. If they, I, was I mean, her, they said half her co
0: work. Yeah, they say half her co workers unfollowed her on Instagram.
1: But the Try Guys did not.
0: Why would they? Those were her
1: food babies.
0: Why be ain't fucking with Alex? No. more. <laughs> I knew I liked why better. Yeah, but yeah, she
1: unfollowed her and the Try Guys unfollowed Ned, mm-hmm. but not Alex. And this is from Des Moines, which is like a rumor mill, so take this last part with a grain of salt. Again, they're a rumor mill, they receive tips, sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong. And they have reported this, I'm just letting y'all know, I know they're a rumor mill. But we don't know a lot about this story, and this is a possibility. So it's alleged that Will, Alex's fiance, first found out about the affair in December 2021. Bench when he went what? through Alex's phone. And he saw that Alex had hooked up with Ned on a work trip. They stayed together, but Will told Ned to back off, and like that was supposed to be the end of the affair. And then they got those messages on September 1st or September 2nd asking, was Alex at the club? And Ariel was supposed to fly to New York where the affair happened. She allegedly did, but after confronting Ned, she flew back home. Ned is alleged to have confirmed that him and Alex had a year-long affair. Which at that point, I mean, why are you even married or with your significant other?
0: A hundred percent. I thought maybe I clocked them in like a few months, but if it was a year or almost a year. Yeah, you y'all shouldn't even be reconciled. Y'all really should be broken. I mean, honestly, I can do any sorts of cheating just because it it costs nothing to be respectful or have some tack and just leave me alone. And, And then, you know, fuck who you want to emotionally or physically. So I always feel like people who cheat on their significant others are just, you know, just dumb. All they're doing is just prolonging the inevitable like if and you- causing more pain at the end. But I just feel like a, a, a three, a couple months is bad, but a whole year and one half of the relationship, um, of the other relationship knew. Well, oh. they
1: found out. They thought it ended.
0: Well, I'm, sa- but they still knew that there was. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I guess he
0: he decided to to trust his partner, which sucks because no, if I found out that you cheated. You're still if we want to be together and work on our 10 plus relationship, you can't go back to that job or it has to be out in the open with everybody. And then sure. But then again, that's just how I would think about it. I probably
1: believe if this is true, Alex could have said the whole time. We went to lunch, but she's not saying Ned was there, or she said a bunch of people were there when it was just Ned. She took, you know, a liar's I mean, been a lie.
0: But I know he could put together that that wouldn't be 100% true. She's, a, she's part of production, they shoot a lot of videos. He's a try guy, he's on video, she's on location. Uh huh. Okay. So
1: it also alleges that when the try guys asked employees if they knew anything, the employees said they noticed flirting and that. Uh, mm-hmm. Alex and I took lunches together, and also would show up to events together.
0: Mm. We and trying to hide
1: it. again, this is speculation. Speculation. It's a tip. Moy has had some things where they're accurate, some things where they're not. It's a, it's a tabloid.
0: But this could be like somebody capitalizing off of a, a viral topic right now.
1: It, it could be and. Or it also could be someone who worked there Mm. leaking it.
0: Well, if you do want to laugh at this unfortunate situation, you can do what I did, which is uh, watch uh, thoughts and prayers videos, uh, T-H-O-T-S and prayers videos on YouTube. Um, They released two videos. One is all the clues of Ned's cheating from past Try Guy videos and Ned moments that age horribly. Both, unfortunately, made me laugh out loud. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, now let's take a turn in our stories of affairs to talk about some scary stuff. Scary things celebrities have experienced that is paranormal or out of this world. For the month of October, we're going to be doing some spooky celebrity stories. Okay. First up is Fran Drescher.
0: Oh, Probably okay
1: best known for her role as the nanny in the TV show, The Nanny. This story was told to the Huffington Post by Fran in 2012. And it kind of left some people scratching their heads at what she was saying. Was she being serious? Was this a joke that didn't land? Robert Shutter of the Huffington Post says Fran told this story in all seriousness. So Fran tells the story of seeing an alien when she was younger. She says, you know, it's funny because Peter, her ex-husband, and I both saw aliens before we knew each other, doing the same thing driving on the road with our dads. We were both in junior high. A few years later, we met and we realized we had the same experience. I think that somehow we were programmed to meet. We both have this scar. It's the exact same scar on the exact same spot. Fran says her husband, says he thinks Fran got the small scar from a drill bit or burning herself holding a hot cup of water. Which is weird, he doesn't deny them both having scars and doesn't deny the story, but he tries to explain away Fran's scar. Mm-hmm. Fran says, quote, I said to him, that's what the aliens programmed us to think. But really, that's where the chip is. So, of course, with all this talk about aliens and and implanted chips, people are going to want to know about it. So they try to reach out to Fran for comment, and she does not respond. Fran would later tweet, must be a slow week in Huffington Post to write an alien abduction story on me. Are they going tabloid? So, (laughs) this story, to most people, is going to make her look crazy. That's There's not a lot of detail, but what it... What's there is, you either must believe her, or believe her to be crazy. Looking up this story, a lot of different news stations picked this up, and Fran just released that tweet without really denying it. But she really... Without denying it, but makes me think she really did tell this story.
0: Like, maybe she just wasn't expecting everybody, a lot more people to talk about it or to get bigger than it did.
1: Yeah, maybe she, like, said it out, like, it, like, slipped out. Like, you know, she wasn't really thinking about it and didn't think he would write about it. Okay. Yeah, it's weird and it's not really, like, you know, ghost spooky. But I think the idea of her being abducted and implanted with a chip has always been something that always like, gives me the the heebie-jeebies. So our next story is similar with Lupe Fiasco. Also in in 2012, but this one in October. This is Lupe's claim, quote. When I was 11, I definitely had an extra worldly experience. I got a star on the bottom of my ankle and I don't know where it came from. I never had surgery there. I never remember falling there. I've done martial arts my whole life. Like it could be something from that, but I remember waking up and just being shocked like I was surrounded by all this electricity. I was trying to wake my cousin up and roll out of bed and couldn't move right. And then I was surrounded by this blue electricity and then it stops and I look out the window and I see a black disc fly down in front of the window. Sits there and then flies out. The only evidence that was left behind was the star. So, okay. <laughs> my first thought reading this was sleep paralysis. I get sleep paralysis all the time. I personally don't see electricity, but maybe he could have. I think the scar and him being able to move kind of rules out sleep paralysis, though, because he was able to move to look at the window. Mm-hmm. And once you're able to move, you wouldn't still be asleep. And I picked these two stories because they are somewhat similar. You have the, some of the same elements, a young age leaving a, behind a scar. But I don't 100% believe in alien abductions, but it it's always just so scary to me.
0: Yeah, it's it's weird to me because it scares me that I could see, like, aliens or UFO or whatever and be like so confident in it, and tell people, and people will be like, you're a fucking liar, because you're telling me these two two stories. The first thing I want to say is, okay, for real. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just not big on paranormal stuff. It doesn't mean that I don't completely believe it. It just means that I have a very um, high doubt meter in me. Where I am, kind of like, unfortunately, I have to like see it to believe it. But that's not a hundred percent. That's why I do. I can I can have like a fifteen percent of belief inside it. I can't a hundred percent rule anything out. But yeah, it's it's tough for me to just have my map my mind go there.
1: I'm more if I can't prove it wrong, and I can't prove it right. I'm gonna believe you, and I'm not gonna believe you. Like like I have doubts about both of those stories. But at the same time, I have no proof that they're lying. I have no proof that it was anything else.
0: Exactly. That's how I feel. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And just letting my thoughts go that this could possibly be true. That's freaky as fuck if they both got like something implanted in them and have a scar.
0: Exactly. Like, why the fuck aliens? What the fuck are you doing? Just making little pit stop trips in people's lives and shit. Like, what does that mean? I don't need that on my brain either. Like oh <laughs> oh, alien makes secret trips every third Sunday, implanting chips into motherfuckers. I don't want that to. I don't want that to be a reality. I think about.
1: <laughs> yeah, and there's nothing you can really do to stop it because how do you stop when he's saying there's electricity around you and you can't move until the electricity stops, and she's saying that aliens are kind of programming you. It's like what they want you to think. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it's something that I'm, I can reason away and be like bullshit, but also I can see.
0: Like, imagine, like, cause I just picture like aliens can do anything. Imagine we're recording right fucking now and like one of those scary movie three aliens like walk through my wall (laughs) and I'm like, Jose, oh my fucking God, he's in here. He's pointing up. Anyway, next topic. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You, you couldn't do anything. Nobody could prove right or wrong. Like, yeah. Now, Maybe if you aliens not- do, they do exist. Everybody is telling the truth.
1: If you got abducted tonight and you start streaming from the top of the buildings that you were abducted, people are just going to think you're crazy. There's no way to prove it.
0: I'm going to tell you right now. If my behavior on these podcasts change... On Instagram, i start talking different. They got me, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. They fucking snatched my soul. (laughs) So just be prepared. And then I try to think,
1: what is the point of these celebrities lying? So I don't think they're lying. I think they really do believe it.
0: Yeah. If it's not like just coming out of nowhere, no basis, they don't really stick with it. I yeah, the ghost stories do not provide tons of clout.
1: No, if anything, it makes ghost them kind of a joke.
0: <laughs> yeah, they make you uh people make you uh out to be the the uh the unhinged person or celebrity or whatever. They so make you out to be Demi Lovato.
1: It, exactly. Like if <sighs> I Demi's, you know, out there sometimes. But if Demi said a story, I'd be like, okay, she did it for her TV show. hmm If Kesha has a ghost show now, and I saw she had a ghost story too, and I didn't look at that one either because I'm like, well, maybe... But then I think maybe they're doing it because they had this experience. I don't know. <laughs> We're so iffy. Uh-huh. I, I just... I'm never going to... People are always like, oh, that's not real. That's not real. And I'm like, well, you never know.
0: But then you'd be like, yeah, that shit ain't real.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. Every time I think about it, aliens always they freak me out so bad. Just the thought of being abducted, being not able to move. Then experimenting on you with their yeah, creepy I'm, little gray fingers. Bro, I'm going
0: to figure something out, bro. There's always a way to die. And I'm going <sighs> to sacrifice myself. If I uh, if a bitch gets caught and the situation looks dire or torturous, a bitch will find a way to get ca- to to clock out of this life early. Well, have no. you ever had
1: sleep paralysis? No. See, that's I feel like people with sleep paralysis can understand it better, because it's just you wake up and you're not fully awake and sometimes you see shit.
0: I mean, that's happened to me, but I could still move my body and get the fuck out of Dodge.
1: You saw something?
0: Like, I wake up and see weird shapes in my room all the time. What do you see? I don't know. you you live in this haunted
1: house and you're like, nope, not real.
0: I don't know. You know what i thing is? <laughs> I don't really see in, like, things like I see like
1: Come on, say it for the pod.
0: No, no, but you know how <laughs> And your I got a GC it now. I know, but it's funny. <laughs> say it for the pod. <laughs> 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 you know how you see something in your peripheral like speed past you like a flash or uh-huh. like somebody's running past. Sometimes I'll be in my house or in my room particularly and I feel like I see that. Like Something just went past my eyes. But I can't see what the fuck it is. Like a Dementor or something. Like I can't explain it. That's uh, Stuff now. like that. Like shadowy shit. But I've never like seen no fucking alien uh, real life or anybody coming at me.
1: You just see it out corner of your eyes so you can write it off.
0: Yeah. And I do have the whole deja vu situation where no bullshit. I will like have a dream about an interaction or something happening and somebody will say a specific uh, sentence or I see a specific scene and I say something and then it, it'll happen like a week, maybe even a, a couple months later and that exact thing will happen. I'm like, that fucking is deja vu, which is what we usually always say. But I uh-huh. say that particularly when I know I literally had a dream about that.
1: I have that too. I remember one time I had a dream of something was flooding and someone screamed, It's a flood. And <laughs> I just like it really remembered that. And then I went to work and the ceiling was leaking and like it had rained heavy and the worker there had said, It's a flood and I was <laughs> like, he said it exactly. I'm like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, it's just so weird. <laughs>
1: Okay, so we do have one last story. This is not alien-related, but more careful what you play with. Careful with what you say.
0: A Ouija board? No. Okay.
1: Dabby Sibede, who played Queenie in American Horror Story Coven, uh... has a story to prove that words are powerful. So while during press for Season 5 of American Horror Story Hotel, like, they're on a panel before it's announced what it is. And they're just talking about some background stuff that happened. Like, oh, working with Jessica Lane's amazing. This happened here. It was so fun. You know, that type of thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't know how they got to talking about it, but they get on the conversation of Gabby says, after learning how to do a chant to summon Papa Leba, she started experiencing odd things. And this was two years after Coven came out. So I don't feel like she would be holding on to that story for Coven. Okay. But she says she was in hair and makeup with one of the makeup artists, and they start to hear this loud scratchy noise like something was trying to get in the trailer. She turns to the makeup artist and says, Pray, pray right now. <laughs> and <laughs> that was pretty much it for the scratchy noise. But she said while filming one of the chanting scenes, the light fixture above starts shaking. She said it would stop and start and the crew were joking around, ooh, it's Papa Leba," And Gabby would tell them shut up because words have power.
0: Shut up, you dumb bitches, <laughs> we're gonna die.
1: When Gabby got up, she felt like she couldn't move her back. She says at the time she didn't say anything because production was already saying They were going to shut down for the day because she was freaking out. When they went across the hall to a separate room, as soon as Gabby started the chanting again, the light fixture started shaking until it fell and crashed to the ground. So now they're filming a close-up and Gabby feels like a finger is on her face. Like someone is holding a finger on her chin. She then feels the finger move up until it reaches her bottom lip and her lip swells up five times its size and production has to stop. So they have a medic on set, and they tell Gabby she was she had to go to the hospital. And Gabby was like, no, I just want to go home, and calls for a doctor to meet her at her house. But she also calls a friend over, and she says once her friend prayed over her, the lip, slu- the lip swelling went away. Hmm. So everything returns back to normal, but on the season finale, she has to do a chant again. And this time, she feels the finger start at her forehead and move its way down, this time stopping at her upper lip. And the same thing happened, but this time the swelling was in her upper lip. And she says the only thing that was the same was the chanting.
0: Bitch, stop giving me chanting scenes. We cannot <laughs> answer out. What do you mean, Ryan?
1: I know Coven w- wasn't an accurate depiction of Papa Legba. But you don't know where these spells or chants come from. Anytime there's a chant or something on TV, I always mute or change it for a moment because I don't want to hear it all the way through. Mm-hmm.
0: And maybe Papa Label was like, I heard these motherfuckers was really trying to say my chant. Let me just show you a teensy bit of what this motherfucking can do. Blow lip one. <laughs> blow lip two. Like he, he was like, are you playing with me, where?
1: That's. That kind of too with the lip thing, just like you better shut your mouth or like, you know, bitch. I don't know. Just the feeling of a finger, like to know like it feels like a finger going down your face is like creepy to me. And you you never know where these kind of spells come from or who wrote them or mm -hmm. anything like that. Like, I'm sure sometimes they're just made up, but I'm sure sometimes they use actual spells. And I believe Gabby's character, Trini, was the only one to use this chant, so it's not surprising that she was the only one to feel its effects.
0: Exactly. It'd be be funny if Kathy Bates said, yeah, after and every time I blinked, all I saw was black people after I kept saying, "negress,"
1: That'd be some shit.
0: (laughs) Where did all these negresses come from?
1: <laughs> Kathy would never. Don't ever talk about her that way.
0: Yeah, I love me some Kathy Bites, Especially when I found out, you know, a she'll smoke. She'll put one in the air. I said, that's my type of gal.
1: <laughs> but that is our episode.
0: This was a mix. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed um, it.
1: The rest of our episodes are going to be horror theme related, or if they're short, I'll add one or two scary stories in there.
0: Scrape horror all the time
1: for the month of October. Yeah,
0: for the month of October.
1: <gasps> <laughs> um, we do like to end every episode with a positive note with some form of media we want to talk about, discuss, or explore. Do you want to mm. go first?
0: Um, I mean, I can, I guess I, I don't really, I don't know what, what I should pick. Oh, okay. This will be easy, bro. Um, one time we were talking about the Black Eyed Peas. I don't remember the episode. I don't remember the context. And I also remember listing some of my favorite Black Eyed Peas songs, like saying I only liked a few. And I forgot a song. Let's let's just read let's redo the list. Let's see. True, and let's and I'll include my humps because even though I like that purely for the jokes, I honestly do. I mean, I know all the fucking words. Loki is the song.
1: I so, honestly don't even remember this conversation.
0: I don't either. That's why I can't remember the episode or anything, but I just know it was for like a quick second. But like my humps don't funk with my heart. Meet me halfway, and everything else is okay. But I forgot about this one until I was on Twitter and saw Whitney and Bobby back when they had their reality TV show (laughs) singing and dancing to this. And it's shut up. For some reason, I do not remember why I didn't remember this was a Black Eyed Peace song, but it is honestly one of the easiest rememberable songs ever shut up just shut up like forget about that um and then the the whitney and bobby video i a part of me feels bad for laughing because i'll be like these people were not in their right mind but honestly they were so entertaining and i i mean i love whitney seeing and saying anything so yeah, I just remember that song. Uh, and so I just wanted to add it because it's an easy media and bing bong bong bummerong bong, 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 bong song. That's it. That's black my Eye media.
1: peas Your media.
0: Y'all, y'all ah, side note, black eyed peas, I do not like those. Uh my mother ran those into the ground as a child. I cannot eat black eyed peas even if I wanted to.
1: I never had them.
0: I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to say what I was going to say. say Maybe you would enjoy them. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say, coming from an ethnic background like myself, you could enjoy them. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> black and brown people love their beans.
1: <laughs> okay. So, I do have a media from Trisha.
0: Trisha. She says...
1: I just want to share my media. This week, it's Free Mind by Thames. (gasps) The very best and one and only Katrina Rochelle put me onto the song. It is just a good relaxing vibe when I'm at work and I just feel overwhelmed. Free Mind has been getting me through these moments. Thank you, Katrina. Also, the book review was fantastic. Definitely want to give I'm Glad My Mom Died a read. As always, I love everything about the podcast. Have a wonderful time recording. So nice of her.
0: Okay, so that's crazy because I saw Trisha today.
1: <laughs> really?
0: <laughs> I, saw, I saw Trisha today. And at first she told me like she was gonna take she was going to shave me, but she didn't. She was very nice and sweet. And I did show her that song hey <laughs> hey. <laughs> I don't think that I heard of it. Sims is fantastic. Um, I'm pretty sure she's one of those people who have been on the scene for years, but only recently is starting to really pop off uh, since she was on the uh, the Essence song, and then she's just gone up from there. Essence, uh, Free Mind, she's on The Wait For You with Future and Drake. Like, She's killing it. And it don't hurt when she, they're beautiful, too.
1: They're beautiful, killing it, loving it. Doing it all,
0: <laughs> singing it,
1: singing it, singing it.
0: Oops. You better put that a in there. <laughs> <sighs> so, thank you, Trisha. I'm glad you like the song, and thank you for shouting it out, and thank you for sharing your media. I appreciate every time that you write into the show. Thank I mean, Jose too. does too, but I, you know, I was just talking for myself.
1: <laughs> Jose hates it. No, so <laughs> <laughs> that'd be horrible.
0: Um. What's your media, bruh?
1: My media is... I had a good one and I never write them
0: down. Mm. Is it truly a good one?
1: I feel like it is.
0: Um, You know what? I
1: don't know if I said this one already. I feel like I have. Let's see. My media is the movie Misery. <laughs> have I said it? Have I said it? I feel like I've said it.
0: You definitely have had misery as your media before.
1: I feel like I have because it's like one of my favorite movies. Go ahead. Always... And
0: remediate because I want to know your new reasons for why this is your media.
1: Okay. It's going to be totally different from my old one. <laughs> Even though it's like, so Misery, for those who don't know, I don't know how. Mm-hmm. Kathy Bates finds a writer. He writes the Misery books and he gets in a car crash. She takes him back to his home. She takes care of him. And then she like pretty much does not want him to leave. She makes him rewrite his book.
0: I'm your number one fan.
1: I'm, yeah, I'm your number one fan. She slushed, She smashes his legs. Mm. And pretty much holds him prisoner.
0: Shablam. Blam.
1: And, yeah, um, it's, I just love it because it's that aspect of the fan, like, your number one fan turning against you. And Kathy Bates plays that character so well. So great. Even, I remember talking about this now because I've never seen this seen this part. I read the book and something that Kathy does is she brings a likability to the character that I don't think the book has. Maybe that's just because I love Kathy Bates so much.
0: Like, she gives you feeling. Like, she actually makes you feel sorry at times. Yeah, like, you know, I feel sorry
1: the villain. for her. And I remember when I was a kid, when she died, I was always like, no.
0: Matthew <laughs> opening he, he stays prisoner or dies.
1: Like, yeah, I kind of want him to die.
0: My One um, of my favorite parts was when he, this is obviously after she's, like, revealed herself to him. And um he's got a right and uh she's outside, he's inside, and he flips her off and she's like, You kidder <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just when he burns the book and she's trying to save it and he attacks her, yeah. it breaks my heart every time.
0: And she he learned it from you, bro.
1: <laughs> and
0: heavens to Betsy, when she burned that book and was so surprised by all the fucking lighter food girl, if you don't take that fucking barbecue grill out this goddamn room.
1: And when she did So Worked Up, she's talking about how when she was a kid, she saw this movie, and then they tried to change it and change the ending of the sequel, and that always pisses me off when they, like, it doesn't add up with sequels.
0: I mean, they didn't get out the cock a car. Uh-huh. <laughs> that I is with the dirty number. birdie. Yes. She, yeah, you're right. Kathy Bates kills it in so many roles. But yeah, I think Kathy Bates in Misery was the first, like movie I saw as a child that starred Kathy Bates that made me, no, Titanic, and then it was Misery.
1: I I think for me, too.
0: Yeah, so I think, yeah, and since I love Titanic, it made me just love so many people at an early age, and I just never stopped watching them, and Kathy Bates was one of them.
1: Titanic is like the the gateway drudge Kathy Bates.
0: It is. She's new money.
1: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Even though I like old money better. Exactly. (laughs) And even though it's kind of it's a scary movie not scary like a thriller it's a thriller Mm-hmm. and most people would probably watch it around halloween i like watching it around christmas time all the snow it's a nice cozy feel
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious not, not being christmas morning and you snuggling up to misery <laughs> to misery
1: by my, my coffee
0: yeah, I can watch Misery any any day, honestly. I don't have a particular time. If I see it's on passively, I'll watch a little bit of it. Or if I just feel like cutting it off for a little bit, like it's on streaming websites, I'll just do that. But yeah.
1: Yeah, that is my media for today. Do you have anything else to add?
0: Um, no, I think um, that's pretty much it. This was... Uh, a great episode. Um, my partner Jose has been very accommodating to my ever-changing schedule. I appreciate all the support that we get on the podcast. You know, we see everybody. We watch. You know, people who follow us who like stuff, and you know, we very much appreciate it all. You know,
1: we live for their applause, Lady Gaga.
0: I know, you know, I'm just a bitch who be talking shit. So anybody who wants to listen to me, I'm thankful and grateful.
1: Yes. Thankful, grateful. Almost at the end. <laughs> I just always think 100 is a nice number.
0: I mean, but- you'll you'll know. It just, <laughs> episode will not come out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much
1: for listening. Please leave us a review. We have gotten more reviews lately. I think it's because I've been begging for them. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But it has been nice receiving them. We love reading them. We love getting them. We love you guys listening. Leave a rating review wherever you can. If you want to reach out to us, give us your media. We will read it out. It's saveyoursorry at gmail.com. Our Twitter, saveyoursorry at no. Our Twitter is at Save your sorry, the your is spelled you are. Mm-hmm. Our Instagram is save your sorry spelled just like the podcast. Yeah, yeah. We give updates on there about our episodes. Do we? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. Um, I think that's all of them. Look for more bonus episodes. We're gonna try to keep chatting them out when we have time. two. Two. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening it's been wonderful bye see ya oh also let I us just know said see ya i know but i forgot to say it let us know if you believe these alien stories if you believe this ghost story i just i want to know i want to know because yes. i'm torn.
0: tell us because i don't know
1: tell us if you haven't an... <gasps> if you have an experience let us know with aliens especially Oh, I yeah. want Someone who is abducted.
0: Write into us any paranormal, ghost, alien experience you have. You know. Uh, Only for the
1: month of October.
0: Well, of course, I hope they wouldn't send it right at the end. Like, goddamn!
1: I know. <laughs> Someone's to be listening to this next year in July, and they just sent us an email.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I forget. People do come to the podcast late. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I get it. I get it.
1: <laughs> but thank you guys so much. Bye.
0: See ya.